you want to jerk off in this direction to the air with this voice? Okay, so first you're gonna take out the big scary cock inside your pants. Hey everybody, and welcome to the podcast Screw. episode Screw Podcast. <laughs> Holy balls. Wow, you've never fluff flubbed our beginning before. Um, yeah, I know. Because I, I got fucked up. Okay. Hey everybody, and welcome to The Screw with A-Love and Felicia Rose. You're listening to episode 14, where we're going to talk about things like Thanksgiving and how to talk about sex to your family. <laughs> um, we're also going to give shout outs today So anybody that sent in a shout out to us That wants to be read on Live Not live We're not live <laughs> well, We're live <laughs> on to us podcast uh, We're going to read those And then some other shit So let's get started How to talk to your family About sex Because you're all seeing your family re- soon Recently No soon Future not past. <laughs> How do you talk to your family? Do you even... Well, first of all... First of all... Oh, wait, hold on. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'd like to say thank you to our live studio audience that is here with us tonight. Um, if, yeah. As you can tell, we have people in abundance tonight. So we have lots of people here to uh, listen to us. Maybe ask a question or two. Whatever. Is that we'll Hormone Monster here? That's a Um We have the Hormone Monster Ricky here. And then we also have... Probably a few other people that maybe don't want to be named, you know. So we'll 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 see as we go. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent, excellent. Oh Uh. man, wine is gross, but I like. (laughs) (laughs) So um. Wait wait wait. Okay, so my first first question I want to ask is: Do you do Thanksgiving things? I don't. Not in general. Um, do you do family things, though? <laughs> have you done Thanksgiving and or family things? I have. I've been known to do that. Haven't you come over on my Thanksgiving before? Like, at my like mom's? Probably. Back in the day buffet probably. style? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, at least 11 if years If there ago. was an invite, I would have taken that over, like... Yeah, you came for fucking dessert. That must have been what it was. Did. I probably did my did own it, thing. Didn't this which one? Was like, didn't one of the studio audience members also come for like a, a holiday dessert too? No? Yeah, they might have. I don't know. Or was that just a different? Like, weren't you around for a? Ho- anyway, so. Yeah, actually, we were. Right, yep. and then I, mm-hmm. I showed you guys around my old stomping grounds of Worcester. Yep, you did yeah. actually. Listen, studio audience, feel free to make as much noise as you want. We got police sirens in the background. <laughs> as usual. Music. I don't know who's playing right now. Earlier it was Jadakiss. I don't know. But either way, feel free to, you know, interactive. We're all drunk here. We're all friends. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a single podcast that we've had where there hasn't been sirens in the background? If there is, it's because we were in a a studio. But other than that, no. All of our real life podcasts (laughs) are coming to you live from the streets of Jackson Heights into a bit sad do or die. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, no, there's always sirens. That was beautiful. Did you <laughs> like that? Promo in the middle of our podcast. <laughs> yep. You've become quite the promo queen. Well, okay, so you know, I don't think everybody necessarily. I heard, I read somewhere once a long time ago that like to, especially for people coming out, that maybe the holidays <laughs> is not the best time to come out. I feel like though, because of the frustration of, <coughs> excuse me, like a lot of the different topics that get brought up and shit like that. And also, you're, like, around everybody. I feel like a lot of people get that sense of urgency of, like, well, everybody's here. Let me just... It's a great opportunity. I'm going to drop the bomb. 
coming up, but that's not a that we didn't say, we said sex not. Sex no, 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 no. I know, but I was just thinking of like you know like like the, you know the high pressure kind of like you know things during the holidays, things they say not to do during the holidays, and like you know. Okay. Yeah, and fair enough. Because do you, do you talk to listen? One thing around sex is you always get the question: Do you have a girlfriend? Do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a fair. friend? Friend? Do you have a yeah. whatever? And it often comes from maybe like Nana, Papa, Grandma, Gramps, yeah. Auntie Josie. You know, someone that I'm naming probably family members here. Someone that you huh. haven't seen since you were ten, but you imagine if they were to ask you now, they would hope that you would give them some answer that resembles. I'm heterosexual, yeah. Nana, or whatever. Yeah, my real life, so, my real life doll's name is Becky. So exactly, right? Yeah. So like, you know, Nanas aren't <coughs> asking you like, "Yo, what hentai porn did you jerk off to?" <laughs> they're just they're giving you that old school or whoever it is, you know. <coughs> even like your mom's friend, they're typically gonna ask you, "Oh, you're seeing someone?" You know, even if they they even if they keep it gender neutral, they might say, "Are you seeing someone?" Mm. And then at that point, sex and sexuality mm-hmm. hand in hand come into it because of that. And then you're expected to answer. And what are you supposed to say if what they expect is supposed to be the opposite? You know, it's hard. So I do understand why people come out. But also, I don't think having everybody in the room with multiple opinions and multiple coping mechanisms is the proper thing. I personally came out to one family member and they cried. Would I want that to happen at Thanksgiving while the other one's like, woohoo, finally you told me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no, absolutely not. I don't know where when my family became from the South, except yeah. for one of them. But other than that, <laughs> you know, so I, I do understand what you're saying. But I also understand that, that like, fun, like, ooh, I'm going to drop that bomb, you know? That being said, I thought of a sex thing. Because we all have, like, some, like, second cousin or crazy whomever that, like, shows up at a holiday that you're not that expecting. That you fuck? No, no, no. Oh, no, okay. No. All right. Well, you said sex thing. No, 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 I'm sorry. No, 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 My brain no, no, no. went to, Just like, in the terms of, like, we read earlier this like, week. talking about sex at the holidays, right? Because, Fair like, enough, yeah. you know, there's some oversharing family members always. But, like, I remember being asked by a cousin at, like, a... What the hell was that? I'm night? pretty sure that somebody's outside with, um, what are those things called? That they go... Accordion. An accordion. <laughs> <laughs> I like how I, do, I had a pantomime it to figure out what In it was In New York about. City, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, that was weird. Yeah, man. It was weird. Um, so anyways, I had this cousin who was like, like in the corner with another cousin who was like talking about, you know, the first time they got sticky fingers. And I've never heard this term before. Oh, so you're talking about like... Like the an aside at like the like that naughty party. cousin that wants everybody to know that they like have sex. Well, or just wants to like talk about something other than football and and whatever. You know what I mean? Like that's usually me. I'm the naughty cousin. I'm like, so anybody fucking yet? You know, when I was like four, like no, each other. Or <laughs> you were like, <laughs> I'm Stewie apparently. <laughs> Fuck. Anybody having sex yet? <laughs> um. Yeah. You checking the sheets? Like. Okay, so one thing I'll say is it's fun to bring up sex and not be waiting for someone else to maybe bring up the conversation because a lot of times, like, because, you know, some people might be listening to this and be like, what do you mean my family doesn't talk about sex at the dinner table? Well, lots of families do. So let's talk about how to, like, have those convos. First of all, rule number one, do not imagine any of the people in the conversation doing anything that they're talking about. <laughs> Why? That's a good tip. Why? Because you don't want to shame your own family members. 
God forbid you're ever in a situation where they want to be able to like express their sexuality or they want to be able to show or display their sexuality. Say you're at a strip club with your uncle or something, you know, like <laughs> shaming your family members for anything in general shouldn't be something that you set a good, you know, you set the example of. And also like you want to be open-minded. So if you want to be able to talk about your sex because you don't think it's gross, keep in mind there's at least three people at that table that don't want to envision it either. So nonchalance, number two, is my second fucking suggestion. Nonchalance of sex is something we stress a lot on this podcast and I would like to bring it up again. The more you use, listen, if a guy walks up to me and is like, I jerk off to your many vids page every single day, I have nothing but respect for you and I think you're a beautiful woman. In the most monotone, nonchalant voice, my ass is like, give me that hug. Let me give you a smoochy smooch. You want his motorboat? Boop -deep. I know, I do not at that moment feel like you are going to fucking swoop in and shove your hand up my fucking cunt, right? So, in the same scenario, if the person walks up and is like, I jerk off to your many vids page every night. And I've had guys talk to me like that, like with that deep look. Yeah, girl. I watch like your the lust voice. Like, like I don't need to hear your breathiness in between you speaking to me. So that's like one way. So like that was a, a, a side example. Obviously, I'm not talking about the in Does terms this of your family. With one of your uncles? No, shut up. I'm saying. I'm just saying in general. Like to give an example, there's a way to say things. You could say anything. You could say I'm gonna sit on your dick and ride it till next Tuesday and if you don't say it in a fucking creepy way, no one's upset or offended. So like by to to keep people from putting themselves into your sex imagination, like into your sex scenario, nonchalance. Keep it very mon monotone, you know, like subtle, talk about it as if it's just what you do. These are, you know, step A, insertion. Step B, uh, you know, wait, 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 jizzing, wait. whatever I, it is. I'm so confused. Are we giving an instruction on that Thanksgiving? Is that what? No, I'm saying like in order to talk about sex and not with your family, I'm giving an example of why it's it's nice in general to just be nonchalant about your sex conversations. Because, for example, if you want to bring up something that's maybe a little bit more on the political side, you want to say, listen, Trump is doing this right now to trans people, for example, trying to create female and male gender as the only genders, which obviously we know Uncle Joe from downtown might not necessarily understand. The more nonchalant and matter of fact you are about whatever it is you're talking about, whether it's sex, <coughs> sexuality, gender, fucking anything, at the end of the day, it, assert yourself as if you know what you're talking about and then the person isn't going to put themselves in the shoes of your lover or of a person at the bar who gets a boner when you talk. Do you know what I'm saying by that? Does this make do. any sense? I have Am a I on a drunk rant because I, of wine? I have a question for you though. So can you give me an example of like... <laughs> of talking to your uncle? <laughs> well, no, let's just say because like people are like probably like, oh, because like I already know like Oh my God! Americans don't like to talk about sex, period. Let right. alone and we're talking family. to Americans right now, right? By the way. For the record, you know, we're like as I feel like you know some people like the idea of like I mean I would just imagine this is a stereotype, but like French speak like French people like you know are not don't have the same hangups that right. Americans well, have. Well, like I sex. imagine a French Thanksgiving which doesn't exist because <laughs> they're not like let's celebrate the rape and pillage of the people that were indigenous to our land and created all these cool things before we came and stole them all away. 
But if you're sitting at a family dinner, say, in France, I imagine, like, Auntie Sue... Sue's not a very French name. <laughs> Suzette. Auntie Suzette. Auntie Gabrielle with her fucking titty out, nursing her nine-year-old. And fucking Auntie Jane sucking a dick on the side. <laughs> and fucking, give me another French name. Fucking Amelie is fucking face down, ass up in a pile of turkey. I don't know. I just think, I feel like other places aren't hung up on... You know, these things that... But whatever. What does that, that have to do with that what we're talking about? I know. That doesn't necessarily mean they're having incest. Either. I didn't say incest. Where was incest in well, that Well, okay, scenario? but like... Auntie, Your brain went there. Auntie's breastfeeding the nine-year-old that she gave birth no, to. No, no, no. I was okay. fine with that, but Auntie so-and-so is giving head like, on the side. To her husband. Oh, okay, fine. Voyeurism is incest. <laughs> Whatever. People oh watch people fuck. Whatever. That's like. gotta be a new hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> you we're really are. Our you... shit shut down. I had a trigger warning incest in the last episode, which now I have to do again, and we're going to get shut down because of that. I mean, if we're not, like, yeah. I mean, there. No. Anyway, so. Um, no, no, no. Part wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Wait. Let's go back. Yeah. I want you. To me? think of an example of where, like, you were at Thanksgiving with your family and sex came up from some family member. Well, prostitution being the oldest form of work, for example, gets brought up for, from time to time at my dinner table. And Why is that? <clears throat> because, you know, in, in joke world prostitutes are joked like who, who gets ragged on in society you know we make like yeah you're a floozy you're a prosy you're you know little jokes on the side americans make jokes especially in the comfort of their family that maybe they wouldn't say in a mixed setting nowadays right they know that they can be their most racist their most homophobic their most their edgiest selves especially when they have like the football family around if you will and that's usually thanksgiving right so like you're sitting there at Thanksgiving and someone brings up, oh, yeah, yeah, she's a real, yeah, yeah, she works on the side. And somebody's like, wait, really? Is she a prostitute? And then Uncle Joe's like, well, what? who cares if she's a prostitute? That's the oldest form of work and I support that. And, you know, and then Auntie Sue is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, why do you think this, you know? <laughs> and then you got fucking conservative Ed over here who's like, well, no, it's true. This is, a, you know, a known fact. And, you know, like, things like that. And then it's like, well, where do you, 22-year-old, 27-year-old, 34-year-olds, 42-year-olds, how, how John or Nancy weigh into this conversation without being like, yeah, I like to get fucked for money too, daddy! You know what I mean? Like, how do you talk about it? Yeah. Well, Felicia Rose, nonchalance of sex 101, is like, yeah, absolutely. It's definitely, and you know what? Whatever people want to do to get by in this world, it's better than having to fucking starve to death, right? Is it not? What Isn't you... our end goal to live as long as possible? <coughs> and everybody's like, yeah, true. And then every, you know, their boners go away, and we can we continue the combo. What do you say when people like challenge that though, and like make it a morality issue? Well, there's always going to be the challenge, and then you say, fair enough. You can have your opinion, and it doesn't have to be for you. But facts are facts. 
and people still need to survive. And just because you don't survive the way that they survive, it's still a survival skill and there's definitely an industry for it and there's a need for it. And if it means that that person isn't gonna go and do a rotten potato, non-consensual thing to somebody else because they got the ability to do it in a consensual manner, what's the problem? What? Do and when you bring up taking if when you I'm sorry when you bring up the ability to practice consensuality versus somebody consensuality <laughs> these aren't words when you when you bring up the ability to practice having a consensual scenario versus somebody having to go out and take what they need kind of thing if you will yeah. no one really has much to say to defend the other side. What are they going to say? Nah, we need to keep guys from what they need so they can rape more. You know what I mean? Like, no, people aren't really saying that. So it's, once you bring up, like, well, prostitutes serve a purpose, and do you want to have to serve that purpose? Okay. Well, there, then we've, we've, we're done with the combo. You know what I mean? Do you want to have to... Listen, your man might have this one little thing for latex fetish, for example, or for, like, anal, and you might have colitis, and you can't do anal. <laughs> Wouldn't you rather your man look at porn, for example, online, of a woman fucking herself in the ass than him be like, I need your ass. There's no option. I need that ass, right? Yeah, fair. Go practice your fetishes outside. So, like, your... obviously we're not talking, like, on that level with auntie and uncle, but we, you get to you get close to that, that line, you know what I mean? Does your family um, know... Like, I don't have Thanksgiving, so this is me oh. just like. Well, just in general, point. though. Just in general, does your family know about your many vids reality? My porn. Yeah. <laughs> um, my I don't know if I'm allowed to say who knows because I think that holds them at a liability Fair. for the other members that don't know. So I'll say, out of my four close family members, two know and two don't. Um, one probably has a very, uh, you know, just like out of sight, out of mind, don't like ask, don't, don't ask, tell. don't tell policy, yeah. but they're not stupid. I'll yeah. say that. They know, and they also understand that I'm a lucrative businesswoman and that I've survived after getting laid off for three years without asking for much of anything except for once in a while I'll, I need a little loan for like a day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and not from them, but like, you know, in general, like I'm not very... Do you um, find any support, like explicit support for what you do from anyone Yes, in from two of... Well, yes, from two of my close family members. One of them can't like outwardly support it. Sure, One of no, them no. is actually like... That's my mom. She don't care. You know? Like, I'm allowed to say that. She's... Um, and, like, she nice. keeps it from the people she needs to keep it from because sure. she doesn't want judgment because she knows I don't deserve judgment. And that's what she said. She's nice. like, I don't bother telling anybody or, or... She's like, there's a few of my friends, obviously, that can handle and that follow you online. They know. And I'm like, of course. And those are the ones that I'm allowing to follow me online. The other ones can't handle it. And that's okay. They have... You know, they're a little more closed-minded, and they don't see the world the way I do. And that's okay. So, like, the fact that my mom supports me is really cool. What would you say to other people that are, like, like kind of surviving off of alternative economies like this that, you know, in terms of, like, being able to talk to their family, do you think they should? Or do you think, like, what, what, what kind of things do you think they should keep in mind when they're considering, like, outing themselves in terms of that kind of work? Um... You have to be prepared to not have their support. So essentially, yeah, you have to be prepared to 
uh, not have a relationship any longer. So no, if you're not ready for that, don't out yourself. I will say that my family members in general, um, they know, they always knew that I was a sexual person. I had a sex blog back when I was young, obviously, with you. I had a vlog, whatever. Um, I had a sex column in the newspaper. I was voted most flirtatious in my high school uh, yearbook for superlatives. Like, there's all these signs that lead to, like, the hoe for show. And no one had a problem. I was bisexual. I was fucking mad people at once. My promiscuity was not hidden. My family members would make jokes. Like, oh, you can't enter the house unless you pay $20 at the door. You know, like, they made prostitution jokes. Now... I'm not a, I'm not, you know, I don't consider myself a prostitute. I consider myself a sex worker, obviously. I don't like that word. But, like, as far as, you know, the average American, that's what they use for terms. And, you know, I don't think, in general, even if the ones that probably can't know found out, I don't think there would be an extreme amount of judgment or shock. They'd be like, oh, you sell videos of yourself? Well, that's actually kind of smart. You don't got to leave the house. You don't, you know, like they'd, they'd find the, the lucrative benefits in right. it and they'd be like, wait, and you can support yourself, you know, so. Well, that would be. It would take them five minutes of questioning, like, how profitable are you, bitch? Is it that's very it? New England practicality. Like, if you could sell, like, well, yeah. oh, I can pay my student loans back on it. And they're like, exactly. oh, yeah, 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 that's great. Exactly. They're like, well, especially. Even when I was making like six figures, I'd still have to ask once in a while for help. I haven't actually asked for help in, like, I've asked for help in like less times as doing this for work than I did that because my cost of living was more. So it really all balances out. You just get you also, used to You also live more simply, which is I'm something I really person. respect about I, you. I buy makeup. I buy house things like, this, you know, I, I pay for my apartment. I pay for my student loans. And once in a while, I have a friend that deserves a little prezi for her birthday. I spend a couple bucks, not too much. <coughs> I mean, I'm not yeah. like a big spe- Like, we're not talking like hundreds. We're talking like 50 bucks, you know? Like, yeah. and that's it. Like, that's, hey, that's all I can do. Hey, 50 bucks is fucking big. You know? Yeah. My mommy gets some weed for her birthday, you know? Oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that. Well, that's cool, whatever. No one cares. She ain't listening. Hey, Ma, I love you. <laughs> and you should listen, y'all bitch. So anyways, so yeah, that's it. But yeah, what I want to say is there's always a way to talk to anybody about anything. You have to go into it asserting yourself and making sure that people understand that while you may not have the same opinion at the end of the day, it's okay that they have theirs, but they need to hear yours. That's the number one rule. They cannot interrupt you. They cannot walk all over what you say. You have to assert yourself as you are a master of your own knowledge. And that's it. And you can always make a great argument. I mean, we all we always talk. Uh, and for the families out there that are like talking about sucking dick, and you want to, you're like, how do I talk about that without sounding weird? No one else thinks it's weird. Insert yourself into the convo. There's nothing funnier than that quiet, shy person that's not talking about the fact that they definitely like a thumb up their bum. When they drop that line, yo, it's fire. That's the best thing in the world. Those those inconspicuous, non-suspecting yeah. people that are you're like, oh, they a freak. Let me find out. You know, that's like not, that's so yeah. cool. So one, it, it continues to like, you know, support this idea of like not being shameful around sex. Right? Why did this become an interview about me? No, it didn't. Oh. I mean, we're, we're just having. A Don't be shameful about sex. Yeah, because I mean that's essentially what we're you know what. 
what it comes down to is why shouldn't you be able to talk about this, you know, subject? Why do people get so weird and whatever? Because then you're modeling that stuff for all the next generations, right? Those kids that are like masturbating to hentai and like, like hiding in a corner. Listen, doing weird sometimes stuff. you need tentacles instead of cocks. I get it. That's tentacles because, instead of testicles. That's because Auntie. Want a new t-shirt? That's because Auntie Sarah was given a blowjob by the table during Thanksgiving. It's because someone looked at Auntie Felicia's website history. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> you know, for the record, like. <laughs> for the record. Well, I don't know. I'm sure my nephews wouldn't care. Like my nephews, for example, they follow me online. I don't know if they listen to the ship, but like. Do they buy your money then? No. Oh my god, I hate you so much. You have to go there. No, my nephew, I, no. While we talk about incest in literatic land, we do not talk about it in my real life, thank you. Fair. However, I love my nephews to death, but they're very close to me in age. They follow me online. They know I have a many events. They do not click the link. They just, they're like, oh, auntie. My for all my friends want to bang you, but ew, you know, like I'm right. I raised those kids, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they I was babysitting them when I was like ten. They don't see me like that, but of course, but like we're so close in age that like they can laugh at my joke. Like so that's the thing is like find those family members that you can be real with because at the end of the day the there's nothing system. cooler than having a family member that you can be one hundred percent one hundred with. Like I have a couple like cousins on my Facebook. They see what I write, they laugh at it. They're like, yo, you are crazy. That's funny. They don't picture me. They're not like, oh, ha, ha, I'm going to click this link. I won't get Felicia. Finger on her butthole. They don't. <laughs> you, you just don't cross that line. So keep up a good line of, of like, this is where my line is drawn. But, yo, know, just be yourself. If yeah. you can't talk about sex with your family, you can't talk about sex. These are the people that, like, they've raised you. They're around you. They're, you know, like, you, like I said, don't imagine them fucking and it's all good. Like, your nana also, don't shame her. If your nana gets horny, let her get horny. If she wants to ask you what the best lubricant is, water-based lube, to get that pussy wet, let her talk about her did kitty cat. Your, did, did, I was going to say, did right? your nana have, like, a name for her kitty cat? Nah, because, you know, no, yeah, choo-choo. Choo-choo. Well, all I, I, she didn't, like, talk about her pussy because, like, I was too young. She died when I was 10. Uh-huh. But I was around her a lot, and she, she had talcum powder she used on her pussy, and she said choo-choo powder so, like, she didn't call it a pussy. She called it a choo-choo. Just in that scenario, I guess. But, like, I don't know. Is there any... My nana had dope tits, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> she, you know, she'd take off her bra when she was changing. They still still did attention. I was oh, like, perky. Goals. Um, you know, I already surpassed that, but... Um, <laughs> how do you think... How, what do you think is the best way, like, people can survive? Like, I don't engage. Like, I'm, like, I, 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 I'm not interested in the drama surrounding the holiday, like thing but like how what do you think people can do because you don't know- go bitch why you go into your family shit skype Bitch, there's mad technology. There's mad technology. Skype. You know what? Get the get the fuck get the fuck out of the U.S. Skype. Yeah, like make an excuse. Travel. Make an excuse. Listen, I can't get back to there for the holidays. I can't get back to Worcester. Yeah. Guess why? I don't got a ride. Okay. And if you have guess, to And go, guess what? There's a fucking... There's an airport right down the street. You want me bad enough, you'll fly my ass there. That's it. I'm not going. Why? So I could eat carbohydrates and feel like shit after? I'm good. I'm if, all set. If you have to go... I'm going to eat some dope food in this house. 
If you have to go, bring a bag of weed. Get high with Uncle Joe because oh, he's Uncle been dying. Uncle Joe loves weed. He's been yeah. dying to get high for the last 10 years. He's been waiting for you to invite him. Nah, he's been waiting. Step five is that, is, is, I'm officially say, step five, step four was you smoke up Uncle Joe. <laughs> step five, yo, and guess what? Uncle Joe's not your real uncle. We know that. We know we he was just like the adopted redheaded stepchild kind of thing. That's probably offensive. I'm sorry. Anyways, we know Uncle Joe's not your real uncle, so let him slip a finger in. It's all good. You want to get the man on. Just anyway. So what the fuck? Was that number five? <laughs> number five was let Uncle Joe slip a finger. In? No, number five is do not go obligation is annoying if you're that close where you don't have a good enough excuse like say you live like a mile away Popeye for dessert you didn't you woke up late because you had something bad late the night before you're so sorry you weren't feeling well you have a scratch in your throat you don't want to get anybody sick you're gonna come by for a piece of pie real quick give a smooch on the cheek to uncle fucking Joe, while well, you smoke them up in the yard and let a finger slip in, and then you get out of there. Do not go. There's no obligation to your family. Oh, blood. Blood is thicker than water. Guess what? What the fuck does that mean when it comes to going to Thanksgiving goddamn dinner or any goddamn dinner? Who gives a shit what's flowing through your fucking veins? At the end of the day, these people don't give a shit about you. Fucking stay home and eat your fucking instant mass, mashed potato mass, instant mashed potatoes, smoke your fucking weed, get your blowjob from the fucking girl on Tinder that got nothing to do because she ain't got no family around because they're all in Australia, and fucking enjoy yourselves. <laughs> Fuck this shit. I love that you advertise. Like, what accent did just happen? I don't did know. Did just happen? Can we just talk? Wait. <coughs> <laughs> I'm gonna talk real quick. Where's the one? <laughs> Wait for the. This is the first time. <laughs> Can I just say really quick? Yeah. Last weekend, I was so excited. It was my eighth show. I've worked at NYC Wild Zero, NYC Wild Zero, SWF, fucking CZ fucking W Wild Zero again, SWF again, and pro wrestling. After Dark. No, at Pro Wrestling After Dark. And at SWF again? Holy balls. I had a one-sentence fucking promo. One sentence I made up. I made up. No one told me what to say. I told me what to say. And I said two words backwards. What's two words did you say backwards? So I said something about, like, only if you bring home that gold for me or like bring me home that gold and then the, I repeated it because I heard it was lost in the crowd and I said home me that gold instead of me home and some person in the audience goes home me <laughs> I was so pissed but anyway so my point is I'm quitting wrestling and that's it everybody thank you for listening to the screw podcast episode 14 with a love special Yay. Studio audience, I love you so much, studio audience. Woo! I'm gonna let you lick all my nipples later. And um, sorry, guys, that I'm super drunk and this is the worst episode ever. Have a wonderful fucking holiday. <laughs> my birthday's December first. Send me shit. Bye. My Venmo's Felicia Rose Raw. Use an emoji. I don't want to get flagged. Thanks. Oh right, and one more thing. Um, we wanted to read the shout out that we got emailed to us. So if you guys want to be Featured on our podcast, write in a shout out to us and let us know what you think of 
our show, our YouTube, whatever we're doing. So, Henry Skinner, which Aaron said sounded like a porn star, and I agree, Henry Skinner, are you real? Henry Skinner wrote, I heard you on Keeping It 100 with Conan, and you were very entertaining. Obviously, he means me. You mentioned your podcast, and I gave it a shot. I'm very glad that I did. You and your co-host are awesome. Aww. The shows are funny, but also informative. Both of you do a great job at making people feel like their sexuality matters, and that exploring it all is okay, but do it in a safe way. Keep it up, and thank you for all the entertainment. Hank Skinner. Thank you so much, Hank. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for yeah. listening to my episode on Keep It at 100 and then coming over to this podcast. And I hope that we retain you as a listener because it yeah, sounds like listening. you are right up our alley and support the cause. Thanks, Hank. Thanks. <laughs>